some lobo once told me the world was gonna rule me. I ain't the spiciest pinger in the box. Guys, hey, listen. This all needs rearranging. That's fine. Wesley, you can go here. That seems like a reasonable place for you. Ah, let's get that around there. This here. Uh, Rupert and Bertie are just... I think they're reenacting the scene from Titanic um, where uh, Leonardo, uh, uh, Da Vincio, and Kate, Kate Singlet um, perform anal sex on the front of the Titanic and nobody stops them. And I feel like that's the real... That's, no one's talking about that. You know, it's 2019 and no one has gone back to the tapes, you know, back to the, back to the original celluloids of Titanic and questioned why, why do they have anal sex on the front of the Titanic? Maybe that had something to do with the crash. I mean, was that something that the captain saw um, and it bothered him? got into his mind tank, started messing around with his neurons, with his neuros, with his whatever it is that's going on in there. And then he just fucking slagged it into that slag of an iceberg. If uh, you remember Danny Dyer, of course we all remember Danny Dyer's tweets 10 years on from 9-11 uh, t- saying that the idea of those slags flying the planes into the buildings still uh does it still wreck his nut oh, I can't ask, but we've brought this up on the show before but it probably does bear repeating doesn't it let's uh, <laughs> uh danny dyer 9 11 twitter yes uh he says can't believe it's been nearly 11 years since them slags smashed into the twin towers it still freaks my nut out uh, to this day. Um, <laughs> I wonder if Danny Dyer had been around and Twitter had been invented in the time of the Titanic. You know, can't believe the Titanic. Can't believe that slag iceberg smashed up the Titanic and all, <laughs> all them poor sods died. Fucking freaks my nut out still to this day. And... That, that old slag drop the drop the necklace into the water it's bloody slag outrageous um, guys it's Thursday it is swelteringly hot down here I, I genuinely I don't know what's going on I I feel like at night maybe some sort of strange like sauna goblins get in and just heat up the place it's bizarre I mean it's underground you would expect it to be cooler but it's not it's Hotter than above ground. It's not a good story. It's not entertaining. It doesn't make good radio. And I mean, the majority of people listen without the video. They don't get to see the glistening tit sweat pouring down my perfectly um, waxed chest. You know, my sort of Adonis-like body with really each bead of sweat uh, leaving the tits. And then just cascading down through any number of my abs. Maybe it's uh, it's a number more than uh, more than six, but probably less than twenty-five. I count them every so often and take an average. Guys, 
I'm sweating balls right here, but I love you. It's coffee and memes. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on. You're pushing 30, Slugger. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm and on YouTube. So, what, the YouTube's been a slag, right? YouTube's fucking slagging it up. It's cutting off the intro. Um, And look, you're missing high-quality radio nuggets by, you know, not getting out. I mean, I guess I could extend the sort of... uh, Oh, good, Joseph Stalin's in the chat. That's fine, isn't it? Um, Extend the... The sort of, um, you know, that. But, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 maybe I'll give you 10 seconds to that. Maybe you need a countdown, you know? Maybe you need a 30-second countdown sort of thing. Fun Socks has missed now. So, I don't know. You know, people are saying a lot of different... People say things, don't they? People say things with little to no grounding in fact. That's just the world we live in. We live in a post-fact era. The end of the world, I'm calling it. I mean, I the the you know these people are talking about you know we're gonna climb an emergency we're gonna be dead in twelve years. I hope so. Yeah, I'm you know I'm you know if if we're lucky we'll be dead in six. You know I I've got some stuff in here which surely is. You know, the hallmarks of the end times. Half man, half owl that scares off holiday makers filmed in Graveyard. This is obviously, you know, this is part of the reckoning, isn't it? This is part of some sort of biblical... What's going on here? Some fucking train... Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. I wish the whole world would get their acts together. I know it's not going to happen, but... What's going on here? What's he got a trainer for? What is? What are there snakes in there? What... I, I never, I never asked for this video, the mirror. Now it's a video of man. Uh, maybe I don't know where he's from. He's got a bag full of snakes that are what come out of shoes, come out of trainers. There's a few of them. Got, I didn't ever, I didn't ask for this. I did not ask for this. You know, it's, it, what is this? A plague of snakes. Now again, more clear examples of the end times. Unbelievable. Model shares photo wearing world's tiniest bikini. And people have thoughts. How is that an appropriate way to end a headline? And people have thoughts. The fuck? Model shares photo wearing world's tiniest bikini. And there are women in the world. Right? Yeah, I, we know. We know people have thoughts. We, like, what? And there are humans. Okay. That is not a bikini. That is just three pieces of electrical tape. It's not the same thing. It doesn't count. Um... Guys, anyway, look, let's um, let's have a look at. I've tell you, there are some good um, uh, good shoeies today. Good few shoeies. Um, let's just see whether or not we have this up. Uh, no, that's Twenty One Pilots. I was checking them out the other day to see what all the fuss is about. Fine, 
fine, you know. It's not it's not for me. It's not aimed at me. It's fine though. Um yeah, document one bit. I uh, got this unglued and face bit that I feel like we must have played before, but who knows? Maybe my mem you know, obviously my memory's not what it used to be. I've spent many years of my life on drugs. Uh Wolves by uh the Carousel Project. That's a good record. Twinge by Teddy Killers on um, two players. That's a wonky bit of weirdness, but I like it. Uh, hotline survey, nineteen sixty four, document one. Landscape, deck cell. May well play that uh, siren bit again. I feel like that's when you shoot thrower of the week. But you never know. A few bits could come in and usurp it. No, no one is safe. You know. I mean, there was that week where. I don't know. Well, anyway, when we played that, we thought it was going to be that Donny bit and then played another bit off the album, a couple of other bits off the album. There was that current value bit and just everything, you know, just just the equivalent of just throwing your week's work up into the air and watching it all settle and then going to the pub. Then, of course, on the Monday morning, I'm going to come in and clear it up. Guys, look, let's have this uh, unglued and face bit featuring MC Conrad. Uh, it's called Malware. I'm sure we... Tell me if I've played it. I might have played it. I don't know. implore all you good people to share the the youtube share the live stream smash the like button do what you gotta do man you know or don't i'm not the police it's not communist russia you just enjoy the show as you please it's fine you don't even have to enjoy it just as long as you listen this it's not the end of the world is it are you gonna stop listening because i played the same record twice there are much better reasons to stop listening yeah mc comrade
that there are no longer USB issues. State-sponsored USB throw. Wouldn't put it past them. Malware by Unglued and Face. Says featuring uh, MC Conrad, but I don't know what's he doing. Playing bongos? Playing synth keys? Was that him? That little vocal bit there? I don't know. And that record's fine. The internet's fine, isn't it? Yeah, it's absolutely fine. You know, it's, yeah, it's not going to. It's not going to. Solve any sort of complex geopolitical issues, is it? It's not you're not going to be able to drop a large speaker out of a helicopter and it have and have that record suddenly solve the whole Israel-Palestine debacle. Not going to happen, is it? Maybe there are some records that might return forever by high contrast. Maybe it's possible. I've I've not seen any peer-reviewed data on it. That's the sort of God. That's right. Stoner conversation, isn't it? In fact, I very much remember some stoner conversation at my music college, Northbrook, West Worthing. God awful part of the world. Um, some very. <laughs> just how ridiculous this college college was. I mean, God bless them. You know, I actually did learn some reasonable stuff there. But it well, how it sort of compared to a normal school. One lunchtime me and a friend decided that it would be um, that the best thing to do would be to smoke an enormous doobie in my Fiat, my bright red Fiat Cinquecento in the school car park and uh, then arrive late uh, to class but uh, <laughs> our teacher for the class walked past the car uh, on his way to the class saw us both in there smoking a ganja and then we arrived, I don't know, five or six minutes late to the class. And he said, if you are <laughs> if you are going to smoke weed on school property, could you at least have it not make you late for lessons? <laughs> okay, this is a sort of different vibe here to normal tra- traditional education. Uh, it's fine. Nice people. Good people. Anyway, um, one lunchtime, there's, this is a dreadful story. I don't know why. Um, there was a couple of kids in a canteen having some stoner talk about how um, uh, I think how to how, just how to solve issues in the Middle East. Um, one of the solutions was to drop a large speaker um, into Iraq. In fact, um, this was in order to, I, I guess, overthrow Saddam. Um, was to drop a speaker by Saddam and have it play, um, I guess, some sort of sonic warfare. Things like the brown note that makes people poo themselves. Although, has there ever actually been any evidence of people actually pooing themselves? Because MythBusters had a go at it, and they 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 had some pre- they had a pretty serious rig, but couldn't seem to do much. It made them feel a little bit weird, but who knows? Anyway, 
Guys, on to the news. Uh, 13 people taken to hospital after eating cake laced with cannabis at metal detecting convention. Well, that must have livened things up a little bit. They should... They ever bring back the detectorists? Fucking god-awful waste of taxpayers' money. Say taxpayers. BBC, wasn't it? So, you know, licence fee. It's a tax, basically, isn't it? So we call it taxpayers' money. I've never had more people recommend me a comedy programme that's fallen so far short of the mark than the detectorist. Oh, you've got to see the detectorist. Oh, you'll love it. Oh, it's so mild. Oh, it's lovely. Oh, it's very gentle. Oh, it's so mild. I don't want comedy to be gentle and mild. What What do you want to be gentle and mild? Cajun near cheese. Yeah? Some moisturiser. Yeah? Like, the baby Jesus. Tender and mild. That's what you want out of the baby Jesus, isn't it? Um, maybe a curry if you're not in the mood for something spicy. Yeah. Oh, that's nice mild korma. Lovely and coconutty. <laughs> Comedy? No, no. No thanks. Like, I watched a couple of episodes of it. It really was gentle and very mild. And I didn't laugh once. And it's, I mean, it's effectively, it's like you're watching paint dry with Gareth in the office. Not into it, man. Everyone loved it. I don't understand. Maybe I'm the problem. Almost certainly I'm the problem. But why won't the world bend itself into a sort of shape that I would want? That's, that's what I want to know. Why can't everyone just do what I want? Well, I say, I'm, (laughs) why can't I be the dictator? Why can't I be king? Will I be a benevolent dictator? Will I be a malevolent dictator? Depends on what sort of mood I'm in, isn't it? Depends where my last hand shandy came from. 13 people taken to hospital after eating cake laced with cannabis at metal detecting convention. Great. It must have been the most interesting one they have ever had. Um, there'll be... Police are investigating an incident that erupted during a metal detecting convention in the UK. Say what you want about people gathering together to talk about the highs and lows of scanning the ground for potential treasure. Well, I have, actually. Uh, But let's stick to what happened in Yorkshire over the weekend. Um, What happened in Yorkshire over the weekend? (laughs) That's like a northern version of the Theo Vaughn podcast. (laughs) Um, People got together to discuss uh, the interesting field of metal detecting, but also one patron who was celebrating their 15th birthday. Um, they were handing out bits of birthday cake without realising someone had laced it with loads of cannabis. Oh, look at this guy. Isn't he from um, that TV programme where they rip people off in pawn shops? Hard, hardcore porn, one of those, you know, fucking dreadful reality things. Sadly for those that chowed down on what they thought was a delicious birthday cake, they did not take to the weed well. A total of 13 attendees had to be taken to hospital and two were treated at the scene due to adverse reactions. Fucking pussies, man. See, this is the thing. Like, if people are into the detecting. Detecting what? Bottle caps. I don't know, old ring pulls. Stuff like that. Yeah, they can't handle their drugs. That's why they're out, that's why they're out in the fields looking for bits of crap and not at One Nation doing eight beans and raising a lighter to Nicky Black Market. Okay? Seems odd to have to point that out. A total of 13 attendees were taken to hospital. Julian Evan Hart, 
editor of Treasure Hunting Magazine, bet that's a fucking riot, said, I think it was an irresponsible, poorly thought through joke. I think it's a hilarious joke. This isn't a poor reflection on our hobby. <laughs> the dig organisers or anyone else involved uh, in the planning of the event, it's just a case of random lunacy. Mr. Evan Hart said that while it was a dreadful incident, they don't believe the person who spiked the cake did it to inflict harm. Are they naming them? Is that it? don't know. Uh, the police spokesman said, an investigation is underway after a group of people fell ill as a result of eating something reportedly containing cannabis during the event at in the High Melton area of Doncaster. A group of both men and women were taken to hospital at around 7pm. Wimps. On Saturday the 24th, but have since been discharged. A 48-year-old woman from County Durham has been arrested in connection to the incident and currently remains in police custody. <laughs> She'll be spoken to by detectives. When was this written? Uh, Wednesday. She's been, in the, she's been in the nick four days for spiking some metal detectorists with the herb. Jesus Christ, they're going to throw the book at her. 48-year-old woman from County Durham. I mean, what, do they think she's dangerous? A similar circumstance happened in Melbourne, Australia, earlier this year, when someone spiked a birthday cake meant for a family function. Yeah. We know. A woman rang the radio station 3AW and explained the bizarre story, telling the host everyone was having a lovely time and the cake was passed around at dessert, with fruit and cream and some nice little chocolate chunks sprinkled all over it. Turns out the chocolate chunks contain marijuana. The effect was not immediate, uh, which I know is the case with edibles. Oh, you know about edibles, do you know, love? Uh, I've learned all about marijuana and edibles. Within an hour, I was experiencing throat swelling and dizziness. Within three hours, myself and four other family members were hospitalised with overdose. You don't, can't overdose from ganja. It doesn't work like that. You're just being a wimp. You need to sit down. You need to get a lava lamp in. Get a, some sort of high shag pile rug. Yeah. You need to get a magic eye pitcher. Listen to a bit of, I don't know, Grateful Dead. Some a bit of old prog rock. Put on Pink Floyd. Yeah. And groove out, man. Just, you've got the opportunity for guilt-free, drugged-up grooving. You know, that's one of the great things about being, you know, obviously there are the darker side to spiking. It's, you know, it's not gloss over that. But, you know, there's an upside. You know, I've, you know, I've been to parties where um, good friends have, I've had a little little gentle spiking and they're like, oh, brilliant. I've now ingested drugs that I didn't intend to. I'm having a great time and I'm not going to feel guilty about it tomorrow. It's nice. Nice way of doing it. I don't suggest that anyone does it to anyone ever. I'm just putting that out there. Don't, don't go around spiking people. Don't. I said don't. Ignore the winking. Ignore that. That's got nothing to do with that. It's a complete side issue. Don't look... Ignore what's going on with my face. Ignore the winking. Ignore the nodding. Ignore that. Don't go around spiking your mates. Okay, good. Uh, what have we got here? Uh, yes. Now, this is the big news of the day. I feel like we might be... Um, we should. I know we have she throw of the week. Maybe we should have like big news of the week. So, some sort of... Spe- anyway, look, this is, this is serious gear, this is. Dad left Starbucks after Queen legend Freddie Mercury appeared in his pork chop. This is... I would like all stories to be like this. Um, Derek Sims, 47, couldn't believe his eyes when he opened his £3.49 pork chop into a pan, only to find the rock legend appear ten minutes later. Hmm, it's tenuous. 
I don't know, man. Yeah, I can sort of see it's a bit of Freddy in there, isn't there? Uh, yeah, to people just listening, um, it's just a sort of um, slightly caramelised bit of pork chop that could or could not be the face of uh, rock legend Freddie Mercury. A Queen fan was left starstruck. Oh, okay. Did I read that wrong? Dad left starstruck, not not Starbucks. Did I think star? Because I did I say Starbucks? Because I when I saw the uh, the article earlier, I thought it said Starbucks, and I was assuming that seeing the face of Freddie Mercury of the rock legend inspired him to leave his job and go on to pursue his dreams. That's what I assumed. But, Matt, I've read that wrong. Anyway, let's find out. Derek Sims, 47, popped his £3.49 cut of meat into a pan only to find the rock legend suddenly appear as it was cooked. The dad of two had been cooking dinner for him and his wife Donna. Ah, Derek and Donna. Uh, 46, it was a bank holiday treat. Oh, lovely bank holiday pork chop. At their home in Blackpool. In awe of his dinner resembling the late superstar who passed away in 1991, Derek took some photos before tucking in. Did you enjoy eating the face of Freddie Mercury? Would you prefer to have eaten the ass of Freddie Mercury? Uh, the opportunity could have been yours if you'd been around in the 80s. Um, I've cooked a lot of things and lived a lot of years, but I've never seen my food resemble a celebrity before. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, it does. It's, it's, yeah, I yeah, I would I would I would go as far as as to worship it as an idol. As uh, as as a prophecy. Maybe the prophecy is that he should start a rock band. Maybe the prophecy is that he's got AIDS. You don't know, do you? You know that's the thing with prophecies. You often it's often hard to know. Here he is, bit close. Bit close. Um before I served up, I called over my wife and she clocked it straight away. Yes. Because um, that's better than having to go, look, it does. No, look, that's the tash. Yeah, that's the... And your missus just like, what? No. no what? what? Um, we littered it for a minute or two, but we were both hungry, so we ended up eating it. <laughs> I know it's a bit silly, uh, but I've shown people, and they say it's a dead ringer for old Freddy. Bit close, mate. Bit, cl- bit close. Um, I'm a big fan. I never saw him live, but I'd love to. This is almost better. You just put We Are The Champions on in the background. Uh, uh, I don't know what else to say. It was a nice surprise. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm glad that he's not like, um, not one of these people who are like, well, I mean, maybe I'll now be asked to present Loose Women. Or am I going to get on Celebrity Big Brother because of this? Do I get any deals? Am I now an Instagram influencer? Uh, a pork version of a few of Queen's classics uh, could be We Are The Hampions. Dreadful. Don't chop me now. Yeah. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. They're all absolutely terrible. They're... <sighs> what about Another One Bites the Pork Chop? Yeah? Not bad. Not bad. <sighs> Fuck my old boots. Why am I just a swear to fucking God? Anyway, this is a track called Wolves. It's by Car- Carousel Project. Caracal Project. Car- um... Something project. Let's do it. It's on impact. (laughs) 
Cheers, Uncle Bildo. Wolves by I'm gonna go with Carousel Project. Wish people would just make easier names. Like, hi, I'm new to this Neurofunk name, Neurofunk game. My name's DJ Jeff. DJ Jeff P. Keep it simple, guys. Keep it simple. Don't be spelling stuff with numbers. You're not cool. You're not hard. It's not making you more attractive to the opposite sex. And isn't that what everything's all about these days? I just did it for art. I actually do it, like, for the love of doing it. Fuck off. You're trying to get laid. Everyone's just trying to get laid. Everyone's just trying to sling dick. Stop pretending it's about the art. Stop pretending, you know, it's even about earning a living because earning a living's about getting laid, isn't it? Obviously, once you've got all your bases covered, everything else is about slanging that duck. Guys, sorry to break it down like that. 
I hate it as much as you do. But let's not pretend it's not about clunge. Woo! Guys, woman claims her vagina perfume is a love potion and makes men flock to her. See what I mean? It's about getting laid. Everything in life is about shugging. A woman has revealed she likes to wear fluids from her vagine as a perfume on night outs. Uh, and God bless her. Uh, why shouldn't she? You know, in our free liberal democracy. <clears throat> Not for me, but um, sure. I don't know. I don't know what it smells like. Maybe she, maybe her vagina smells of roses. Maybe it smells delightful. Um, I bet you one thing it smells a damn sight better than the GCs. Uh <laughs> Uh, when getting ready to hit the club with your closest gal pals, you're likely to spritz yourself in your favourite perfume before you dash out the door. <laughs> That's like Barry Homeowner. Um, when getting ready to hit the club with your closest gal pals, you're likely to spritz yourself in your favourite perfume before you dash out the door. Um, but one woman has a slightly different ritual she follows uh, when prepping for a big night out. Shan Boudram has claimed that she uses her vaginal fluids as her signature scent when she goes out on the town, and it's like a love potion, uh, causing those attracted to women to flock to her. So lesbians as well. Uh, I hope. Um, the sexologist, it's a made-up title, isn't it, um, has written all about it in her new book, The Game of Desire, and shared an excerpt uh, about the bizarre trick on Refinery29. Um, I know someone who works there. I'll see if I can get the scoop. Uh, in the excerpt, excerpt, she explains why she covers herself in her own bodily fluids. She explains, Vaginal fluids, especially around ovulation, but really any time you want to feel an extra boost of confidence, can serve as a love potion. Here's why. I'm often asked to confirm or deny the myth that eating an excessive amount of pineapple will make somebody taste better during oral sex. My response is, if you think it makes you taste better, then it absolutely works. Right. Um, if you think it does, then it does. I guess, yeah. Similarly, regardless of if vaginal pheromones truly make a person irresistible or not, the fact that you think it does will cause you act in, to act in a bolder, more confident manner. Okay, so it's a placebo, I guess. Fine, the power of the placebo is real. No, ain't nobody denying that. She goes on to teach people and where to apply their natural scent to themselves. I want to know what the... Um, How do you cultivate it? Can you sell it? Do you have an Etsy store? What's the deal? Where's your podcast? So you know this motherfucker's got a podcast. Um, the first step to uh, the first step is to wash your hands and then move your fingers around your vaginal opening. Uh, the goal, she says, is to get a new sample from the uh, Bartholin's gland, uh, which are the size of a pea, but play a large role in vaginal lubrication. Uh, she continues to say that once you've got a good amount of wetness, you can go around and rub it on your neck your collarbone and your wrists. All right, so you're just smearing your vag all over yourself. That's fine. There's no, there's no I, I was assuming that there might be some sort of, I don't know, distillation process or some sort of thing in order to, you know, get it into... You're just rubbing your bits and then rubbing them around. You're only nice and simple, free. Everyone can do it. Um, apparently, this will make you smell pretty good to potential partners. Uh, unless you've got bacterial vaginosis, in which case you won't be smelling so hot. So, 
or call back to the GC there, I guess. Um, Boudram claims that she used the technique countless times over the past 10 years and gets mixed results each time. Right, sometimes people are flocking to me. Sometimes I don't know the difference, she confesses. Okay, so your N equals 1 experiment there hasn't exactly come up trumps, has it? Mixed results. But despite being unsure of the impact on potential dates, she knows it has a big impact on her. I'm certain that every single time I employ it, it makes what's well, like a superpower. Uh, it makes me feel like an enchanted goddess with a delicious secret. <laughs> uh, again, I hate to have to do this. I hate to have to do this. But let's just switch it, do the old switcheroo. Man says rubbing the scent of his bell end on his neck drives women crazy and makes them flock to him. The reaction would not be um, complimentary. Like this is a, they're not, well, that's the end of the article. Um, there's no, they're passing no judgment on her. They're merely reporting the facts, giving her quotes. Uh, they've not got quotes from other people. If this was some dude, it would have a whole string of like, here's what some people on Twitter said. You're fucking disgusting, mate, blah, blah, you know, all of this sort of malarkey. Um, he would, um, uh, yeah, he'd be getting absolutely dragged on all the social media. Um, but no, it's a love passion. I'm surprised though. Like, um, you know, fair play to her. She's, you know, she's out there doing it. She's got a book to sell. You know, what? she's just getting on with it. She's a sexologist, whatever that means. Probably about as much as a nutritionist. But, uh, it, um, I've, I've got, it's gone. I had something then. <laughs> I said, it's where, look, in today's climate, yeah, in 2019, in a post Me Too era, I feel like women want the opposite, don't they? Women want men to leave them alone. Yeah, women, maybe, don't know, maybe it's just, maybe it's just the, the triggered types on, on, on Twitter, the people that shout the loudest, the vocal minority. They're sometimes known as they, uh, you know, they're making us think that actually people don't want, no one wants attention from the opposite sex, which actually perhaps isn't true. But maybe, I don't know, maybe if she was rubbing the stench of Belle on her neck, her collarbone and her wrist, would that put the geezers off? You know, is that some sort of, could there be some sort of repellent option? Would it attract gay men? Don't know. I mean, you know, chicks love gay guys on a night out. You know, dance, have a good time. They're not trying to shag you, that sort of thing. Could be, uh, could be a move. I don't know. I could, could talk to the mirror. Maybe it could be my thing. DJ offers stench of his bell end to women that don't want attraction. Don't want men. <laughs> don't want men harassing them and I'm just there I've got like I don't know a classic male feminist look I've got a man bun you know I've got a, this is what the, a feminist looks like t-shirt on maybe some glasses you know I'm drinking a soy latte or something and I'm like ladies out there have such a rough time they get so much unwanted attention from men and I feel for women you know I self-flagellate every day thinking of the times that I have ever complimented a woman in my life thought about how aggressive that is you know to say that you know i think uh that i find a woman attractive or that i think she's incredibly intelligent and i whip myself mercilessly for it and i would like to apologize to all women ever for all the crimes of all men and just to let them know if they want me to rub my stinking bell end on them 
as a repellent device against unwanted male attention, I would be more than happy to. In fact, I, I would do it for free. Ladies, put your purses away. This one's on me. <laughs> yeah, could be. Maybe, yeah. Might. Might do. Guys, I just go back to thinking now about my mum at book groups, just like, what's we have been talking about on the show? It's just suggesting that if there are any girls out there that want want him to rub want them want him to rub his bell end smell on them to stop geezers coming oh, is he? Oh, is he, and is he getting over two hundred views an episode on YouTube? Sometimes. Occasionally. Occasionally. Is the app ready yet? No. Not yet. Not yet. For Christmas? Maybe. Maybe. This is 1964 by Document One. I'll presume it's on Shogun. It is. It is. Document one with 1964. Great pair of guys, document one. I remember when I used to make dubs, so we've actually done a couple of good together. Me and really were great days, actually. Really great days. I don't know how they are these days. I don't really know what they're doing with their lives, apart from making really great drum and bass. But other than that, what are their hobbies? Do they play tennis? Do they like to lift weights? I don't know. Do they fuck each other? Who knows? Great guys, though. Great guys. It is 44 minutes past 10 and you are listening to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm.
Yeah, man. 1964 Doku and one is on Shogun. Good boys. Good, good boys. Half man, half owl. It scares off holiday makers. Filmed in Graveyard. Okay, don't know what the video is going on here. Let's get a little re- re- refresh. John Bett of The Mirror uh, reporting this one. A ghost hunter, quote-unquote, claims to have filmed Owlman of Mornin' Smith, a creature of legend that hasn't had a sighting in more than 40 years. Well, let's have a look, find out. This owly motherfucker. Uh, again, if it's a thing, I'm happy to worship him as a as a demigod of sorts. Um, is this it? Come on, play. <sighs> Is there a creature that lives in these? Is there a creature that lives here? Alright. Okay, slowed down. Okay, he's in a graveyard of some sort. Um, he's got a little light out. He's filming. Alright, oh, yeah. I mean, could be something. Could be his mate stood there. Um, guess it's kind of owly. Yeah. Okay. So that's tenuous. A mythical half-man, half-owl that scares off holidaymakers in Cornwall has been filmed in a, in a graveyard, it's claimed. But it obviously hasn't scared anyone in 40 frickin' years. It's hardly relevant, is it? It's hardly smearing your vaginal juices on you in order to pick up lads. The Owlman of Mornan... The Owlman. The Owlman. The Owlman of Mornan Smith has been the subject of folklore since the 20s. But there hasn't been any sightings since 1976. More than 40 years later, quote-unquote ghost hunter Mark Davis... Uh, claims he's caught the infamous character on camera. In the footage, Mark and a friend can be seen prowling around the spooky graveyard, uh, which lies behind a gate uh, with a dramatic-looking inscription. It reads, Da Thimi Nessi Du, which is Cornish, and translates to, uh, it's, It is good to draw nigh to the Lord. I wasn't aware there was such a language as Cornish. Um... Uh, Mark holds out a spiritual detector. Okay, bet he got that off fucking wish.com. Uh, and pans his camera around the graveyard, asking if any creatures live here. Uh, then, in the corner of the frame, a ghostly figure can be seen. But when Mark goes to investigate, the apparition has vanished, and he could find no more trace of the almond. Uh, Mark Alman, <laughs> Mark Alman from Soft Cell is just in. The, <laughs> he's in the graveyard. He's got a belly full of spunk. It's just, oh god! It was Mark Alman who ended up in hospital, having to have a stomach pump and then pull liters of semen out of his stomach, wasn't it? Pretty sure. I wonder if that is that real or is that an urban myth? What's the um, uh, Mark Alman? Uh, Stomach pump. Uh, okay, are the rumours of Mark Harmon in the 80s true? In the 80s, there was a story going around that Mark Harmon had been taken to hospital to have his stomach pumped, whereupon they removed from his gut approximately two pints of biff. <laughs> biff, okay, spunk. Uh, does anyone know if this is really true, or is it just one of those urban myths like Bob Holness playing the sax part of Baker Street? <laughs> uh, if it's true... 
if it is really true, then oh my god, I hate to do this, but plastic. Uh, Bertrand was not plastic either. Given the amount of one, don't Snopes rocks. False. <sighs> Fuck Snopes. Fuck Snopes. Urban legend describes a rock star who collapsed at a party and had a pint of semen pumped from his stomach. It was more than a pint. A pint's not going to do you any trouble, is it? After collapsing at a rock, right? Well, look. Yeah, you're not specifying the rock star, are you? We all know it was Mark Armand from Soft Cell. Come on. Liters of the stuff. Liters of the gooey goodness. Liters of the baby juice. Pulled out of his, his little gut. I don't know why he was there and his stomach pumped. Don't know what the situation was. Um, had he also got drunk? Too drunk? I don't know. Imagine. I mean, that's a... I mean, it's a rough spot, isn't it? You, you, you're eating all the delicious jizz, and that's fine. Um, but then say you drunk too much, and you have to start throwing it up again. I bet that jizz is not as good on the way back out as it is on the way down. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> What's Will been talking about on the radio? Oh, do you remember that story about Mark Harmon? No? Never mind. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, anyway, I'm fed up with this Al- Alman. Not interested. Um, uh, ah, fin stars and hidden accounts. The answer was a fin star. Oh, this would be some fucking bollocks. Uh, the Metro, first of the day. Ah, fin stars and hidden accounts. The answer to pressure to be perfect online. The, the self enforced pressure. No one is actually, no one has ever said to any normal people. I mean, there's a sort of like, you know, managers have said to artists. You need to make it look like you're a real success. But no no, no one, like, is... Are there people out there, like, girlfriends saying to boyfriends, like, you need to post some pictures to make it look like you're having a bit of a fucking better time than you actually are, okay? You don't want people to start thinking you're a cuck. And just before I tweeted something banal, I found myself Googling the word bleak. About all your tweets are banal. Uh... I knew what it meant, but I was struck with panic. Had I used it incorrectly in the context of the tweet, had the definition changed? What? Had I been using it wrong my whole life? What's wrong with you? What is... This is too long. I'm not... Me... Re, this is... I've... I should have looked at this first. This is really long. Why... And those are the only two comments you've got. Spam and 24 shares. What a waste of everybody's time. Sorry to have darkened your door with that, guys. Um, volunteers polished giant erection uh, by hand. And God bless him. You know, God bless him. Is this the long man of Wilmington or is it a different one? A giant chalk figure of a man with a huge club. Oi, oi. It's being given a makeover. The world famous uh, Cerny Abbas giant in Dorset, 60 metres long, and will be re-chalked by hand by dozens of volunteers over the next two weeks. Uh, it's been a feature of the area since the 17th century and is in need of a gentle polish and tickle to restore it. Uh, let's see him in all his glory. There he is. You really not got a full-length one. Yeah, there he is. There's the giant there. I'm very, very surprised that the <laughs> that the SJWs have not gone after this deeply problematic white male um, showing clearly oodles of toxic masculinity. So he's got a club in his hand. Um, he's got a giant phallus. And that is deep, would be deeply triggering for some people. Or has social justice not reached Devon? It's perfectly possible that they're just living in a blissful, 
bubble of the olden times. They've maybe only got the internet in black and white. I don't know. Maybe they haven't quite got... Mo- they've, they've got cordless phones in the house. They've got onto that one yet, but not mobile phones. Um, they're still in a situation where if you want to find someone, you ring the pub. <laughs> um, anyway, they're rechalking it, basically, and that's going to mean I'm going to rechalk his old chap. And God bless him. Man brings a deposit of the white stuff, ready to spruce up the giant. Yeah, more stories about, about the white stuff. The giant is vulnerable to erosion from rainwater, which can collect in its chalk outline and run down the hill at speed. Therefore, it's important for us to ensure that the chalk is packed tightly as possible. And when we're happy we've done a good job of packing the chalk, or the fudge, uh, we will leave him alone and tamper with him as little as possible to preserve him for another decade. So how old is he? He old boy, yeah? Pretty at 17th century. Okay, he an old boy. Um, I did, were men much, men much better endowed back then? I mean, I'm only going by my standards. Uh, uh, you know, he's packing and he's got a unit on him. He's got a pretty reasonable hog to work with. I can't imagine he's going to be getting any complaints from the ladies. Um, but then again, he, he's also branching a club. So, like I say, in a post Me Too era, that is pretty problematic. Well, they're going to. Big nipples, man. Big old burger nipples for a geezer. Um, but, you know, as I say, nice cock. Nice cock. Right, look, let's have one more bit. Uh, and let's have this twinge teddy killers thing. It's a bit raggy. Make of it what you will. It's Teddy Killers. It's on Tree Players.
Yeah, man. It's Twinge by Teddy Killers. Right, I'll be back at three for Rankins Records. Goddamn right I will be. Playing the best drum and bass ever pressed to vinyl. And nothing but that. Uh, thank you, everyone that's supporting on Patreon. You are fine, mother fruckers. Bunch of badass fucking lobsters. Uh, also tonight, recording the next uh, ranking exclusive Patreon exclusive ranking radio for the ranking radio Patreon. It's a different one. It's fucking two quid a month. Don't worry about it, um, guys. Thank you to everyone that's on the VIP list. Greg Cornford, Oliver Hooper, Tom Ryan, Reese Muscle, Squidgy Beats, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Gazitsky, Matty Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Tom Kemp, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Joanne Van Thunderbolt, Mike Pye, Lydia Ansar, Richard France, Thomas Allchard, Ryder, John Finnison, BDR Creep, Peter Basher, Dustin Grief, Cooper, Gennady Lightfield, James Parry, Hannah Bartendo, Lady Squivington, Leon the Menace, Underwood, Dan Fucking Morris, Guy with no STDs, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphrey, Shibby T, Coco Shiva, Dan Earth, and Tyron Wilmore, Mr. Pope. Uh, Dr. Progressive Sergeant has a superior drama base. Nicholas Lawsey, Chris Brakes, The Build, Chris Bartleson, Odin Bates, Lee Follow D, Daniel Jenby, Flaxis, Matt Wright, Grant Sullivan, Tom Robinson, Dev Smasher, Connor Smythe, Kevin Kaiser, Chris Shaw, Cosmic Wolf, Meatloaf, Nick Brock, Rashawn Simpson, Robin Card, Hugh Downer, Sarah Hunt, The Hitchmuffs, L Tech, Willay, Ben Vogo, Den Tweed, Lopez, Salazar, Big Watch, My Hill, Mighty Danny, Nick Fleming, Carl Lewis, Gordon, and Liz, Carl Williams, Tom Skipper, unfortunately, it's George DC, Anthony Sharp, Claudia Loveshmere, Benish, Dremoshe, Timmy, John Forsyth, Anderson. I love you all in a really unsettlingly predatory way guys i'll see you at three o'clock for rankin's records and soon enough i'll see you in hell i love you all goodbye